Welcome to Bird for Joy, a show about discovering all the different ways that bird watching can bring joy into our lives. I'm Candy Lanfite, your gracious host and fledgling birder. Here at Bird for Joy, we focus on listening and watching the birds around us, being curious and learning what the birds have to teach us about joy, life, and ourselves. So grab your favorite beverage, settle on your perch, and let's get into today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to another pre-launch minisode. I know last week that I said I'd share my first planned bird outing this week, but I realized that there are way too many details that I want to include, so I will keep that for a future episode. So, I thought I'd share about a more recent outing, one with a very surprise discovery. Two weeks ago, my dog and I sat out just before dusk for our evening walk through a large patch of forest in an open prairie owned by my in-laws. It's adjacent to our small four-acre property. For about a month, I have been trying to catch sight of the elusive white-eyed vireo. The only reason I've been able to identify this species is through its memorable song and the use of my Merlin ID app on my phone. Even though the white-eyed vireo is darn near a singing machine and heard almost everywhere I bird in my area, I have been unsuccessful in spotting one. Many experienced birders would call this my nemesis bird, meaning a species that you're always trying to spot but always come up empty. Different people have different reasons for considering a particular bird their nemesis. Maybe it's how long they've searched for a species how many miles they've traveled to see a certain bird, or it's that bird that they have never laid eyes on because they're never in the right place at the right time. And your nemesis bird, the one you're currently wanting to catch sight of but keep missing, can change over time. For me, it's a matter of hearing the white-eyed vireos over and over, but no matter how long I stand in one area, I cannot for the life of me see one. I know through my research that they're small songbirds about four inches or so that hang out in my area in the lower dense understory growth, like the mass of tangly vines that grow in the various shrubs around the larger trees, and they mostly feed on insects. They are gray and yellow with a white throat, an olive greenish back, and yellow around their pale eyes. One would think with yellow, I would spot one, but sigh. I usually attempt to see one hopping or flitting around first, but by the time I've pulled the binoculars to my eyes, it's moved on, evading me once again. Back to two weeks ago, I set out dead set on seeing a wide-eyed vireo, but after 10 minutes of standing stock still with my binoculars in hand, I heard a strange screech, like a piece of metal being dragged against a pane of glass. Hmm. Maybe a young hawk, I said out loud, and went back to my visual search of the vireo. My chihuahua mix cuff growled in response. He's a talker and very patient while my brain is on birds. A couple of minutes later, I heard the screech again, 
it seemed to be coming from my right to where the forest opened up into the prairie. My curious mind took over, leading me in the direction of the strange sound. Before I reached the clearing, I heard it two more times, each screech louder, so I knew I was heading in the right direction. The screech was an irritating squeal that rose in pitch just before it cut off. Definitely a bird, and it sounded like it was in distress. I quickened my pace in case the bird was hurt. Not that I had any idea what I would do if I found an injured bird, but I couldn't very well find one and then not help it. By the third screechy call, I emerged from the forest and into open prairie, and I could hear the bird's cry from a nearby tree at the wood's edge. The bird was either on a very low branch, in the surrounding shrubbery, or on the ground. Cuff decided that he would wait on the path for me, as I high-stepped it through the native grasses and wildflowers, closer to the tree. I stopped where the dense dewberry brambles and bushes begin, encircling a large post oak. I waited, standing still and surveying the area with my eyes. Screech! Had I not been expecting it, I would have jumped, screeching myself. My eyes zoomed in on where the sound had come from. And there, perched on a low branch about eight foot from the ground, was an owl, and young by the fuzzy-ish feathers around its head. Dark, wide eyes studied me from way too close. I am no owl expert, but I am pretty certain that Mama or Daddy Owl weren't too far. So, before I ended up with the owlet's parents swooping in to scare me off, I slowly backed up to a safer distance, but one where I could still see nicely with my binoculars. I called Cuff closer so that he didn't end up the owlet's supper and watched the baby for a good ten minutes. Completely spellbound by its magnificence, I watched it watch me, blinking. Every minute or so, it would swivel its head slowly, looking away, and let out a pathetic whiny screech. A second later, it would fix its black eyes back on me. It wasn't hurt. It was most likely calling its parents to feed it, and I was invading its space and interrupting dinner time. With loads of joy and excitement, I walked or maybe floated back down the trail toward home. I had just witnessed something that many others may not ever witness in their lifetime. An owlet in the wild, not more than 20 feet away. I'm not sure I can even describe all the different emotions that flowed through me that evening, but in my book, it felt nothing short of a miracle. Upon returning home, I found the owlet in my Sibley's bird guide. It was a barred owlet. And after a bit of research online and listening to the screech of the baby barred owls on various YouTube videos, it most certainly was calling out to its parents, who, no pun intended, were either waiting for me to leave or out catching supper. Stay tuned for June 23rd's Minisode all about the pure joy that we receive from birdwatching. Sometimes, it's the little things that bring us the most joy in life. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. If you are enjoying the show, I would love it if you would follow or subscribe, rate, review, and then let others know about the podcast so we can continue to build a community of like-minded birders. A big shout out to composer Jonathan Boyle for his cheerful show music called Plucking Happy. 
The spoken lyrics were written and read by me, and the full version with lyrics will follow this episode. Until next time, stay chirpy, my friends, and get outside, feel the sun upon your face and the wind in your hair, and bird for joy's sake. Bird, for joy's sake, when you're needing more, a new beginning, feeling lost, alone, or blue, go into nature. Stroll to the melodious tunes of birdsong. Let it refresh your soul, fill your heart, lift your spirits. Yes, bird, for joy's sake. Witness the winged wonders flitting, fluttering, playing hide and tweet. Is there anything else so sweet? I think not. Well, save for the chitter-chatter of my own nestlings as they filled my early days. But sigh, no more, for they have long left the nest, and I now strive to find myself once again, discovering new things that I do best. Bird, for joy's sake, for our feathered friends have much joy to share, and it doesn't cost a dime, only time. And I don't know about you, but I am willing to give, to have a chance to live out my days, filled with curiosity, hope, and wonder, learning patience, the art of slowing down and being fully present, living in the moment, something I have long strived to achieve. Bird, for joy's sake, and keep looking up. Let their constant cheer infect you, their tenacity provides you with lessons of never giving up and looking on the brighter side of life. Prepare for entertainment with their quirky, chirpy silliness. Oh my, so much cuteness, happiness, and whimsy. You can't help but smile. And suddenly, you'll discover worries cease, frustrations fade, chaos calms, and troubles melt away like snow in the spring. You will find yourself looking up and forward into the horizon, Surrounded by song, hope and happiness perched in your heart, feeling renewed and fulfilled. Go out into nature, take a stroll, let the avifauna rejuvenate your soul, and bird for joy's sake. <laughs>